Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. What happens when the narcissist doesn't feel like they have enough control and power over you? Welcome. First and foremost, if it's your first time here, my name's Dr. Eman Kaur. I'm a trauma-informed therapist and I run a really powerful, transformational therapy program called Heal to Thrive, specifically healing people that have been in narcissistic, traumatic relationships and that want to recover from those. So if you don't want to repeat these toxic relationship patterns anymore, then please do look into the description and look at the resources section and you can look at how to actually become a client. There's a link and you can apply to see if you can qualify for the one-to-one free um, consultation, either with myself or with somebody in my team. So let's look at the nine different ways that narcissists actually will punish. And that is what they will do if they see that you are not in their control anymore. They will punish you. This is a core part of narcissistic relationships. If they even feel slightly, feel like that you have criticized them. Remember, they are so highly triggered. They're so sensitive. Um, The ego is so fragile. They will find a way to punish you. They need to express their their control over you. You know, even if you feel you need to express a basic need, they will punish you because it's as though you should not have any needs because I need to be in control over you at all time. If they don't get their own way, even in the most simplest things, they will punish you. If you even give them any type of feedback, you know, it doesn't even have to be you're criticizing them in any way. They will just feel like you have overstepped the mark because you've given them some feedback. They will punish you. Even if you express someone else's need, maybe it's your child's need and you are just expressing what the child needs. They will punish you when it comes to, and they won't forget, It's like they hold so many grudges, like, you know, each and every time, if you ever cross them, they will punish you over and over again. It's not like a one-off thing that you get told it once and then you can, it can be gotten over. No, they will punish you again and again and again. You see, you've got to understand that for narcissists, um, it's like a core thing in a narcissistic relationship. Punishment, there's always, always punishment. And that's why it's so key for us to actually understand what punishment looks like because sometimes we feel confused and we're not understanding why we feel so upset. And actually what's happening when we actually break it down is that we are being punished. 
So if you feel punished or you have ever been punished by a narcissist, which you would have, you will always feel like you're being, you're walking on eggshells. It's, um, and you just don't know when you'll next be punished. So you're just waiting. You're relieved in the moments that you're not punished, but you're waiting for the next time that you might get punished. It's really tough. And you know that one wrong move and, you know, you just don't know. And you actually don't know what that punish, when you do something wrong. And that's the worst part is you don't even know when you are doing something wrong. The problem is that with narcissism, they're so vindictive um, it's a core part of their narcissistic pattern because remember they don't have empathy so to be vindictive is quite easy for them they don't need to care about who you are or what kind of relationship you have you will be punished if they don't care what you've been through you will be punished. You have to see that the narcissists are like those characters in like fairy tales, like Cinderella or Snow White or, or any other story. There's always someone like a narcissist. And, you know, you could be just being you and you will be punished for being you. So if you look at Cinderella or anyone else, they're being punished for their inner beauty as well as their external beauty. You know, that it's you could just be you and they will be punishing you because their ego is so easily triggered like hurt. It's so fragile. The fact that you are beautiful is enough for them to be triggered and to attack you. Uh, it's even the fact that you're so kind and you have so much empathy, they will want to attack you. It's like they're avenging their ego injuries for the rest of your life. You know, it's the a stick and the carrot, but actually there's just, you know, a lot of stick going on where punishments are a way of maintaining control. They want you to forever keep watching your every word and your every move so you never feel relaxed you never feel like you can just be yourself you never feel free to be you and that's the worst part of a toxic relationship is they're actually stopping you from being your authentic honest self they're actually punishing you for being authentic that's why it's so awful and and hence why you have no choice but to disconnect yourself from your true authentic self, your true, you know, worth because of who you truly are. Everything that is amazing about you, you, you have to eventually disconnect from that. So Im imagine like you're a diamond, you know, we have a, a diamond client um, and, you know, what they do with a diamond is they're actually hiding it from the world. But not only are they hiding it and they want to keep that diamond for themselves, they're hiding the true identity of how incredible you are from the whole world, from yourself as well. That's the worst part is that you stop identifying with how incredible you are. You never know your true worth and your power again. So let's really break it down. Like what's the first way in terms of why, um, what's the ways in 
that the narcissist actually punishes you. First um, way that a narcissist punishes is just, they just withhold. Um, you know, and that can play out in lots and lots of different ways. It could be that it's a silent treatment. They might not speak to you for a very, very long time, sometimes even years. They will stop talking to you. They will block you. They will, you know, they will basically, you know, you're not doing, you know, what they're telling you to do and they will just leave you. And if you have abandonment triggers or traumas, it's the worst type of thing that could happen to you. And they will probably know that actually that you have got rejection triggers or trauma from maybe childhood and they are triggering that on purpose. They will leave you and do their own thing without any communication, without any completion, without any closure. And because they've just left you hanging and not told you anything, it's like they, you're just waiting, waiting for them to talk to you again. And that is so painful. And that is a type of punishment that they're doing there. Or, you know, the silent treatment or where, where they just, you know, basically withhold could be as simple as not telling you information in a timely manner. They purposely don't tell you information in a timely manner. They're withholding um, information that you need or perhaps they're withholding affection or they're telling you they're going to be somewhere and they're not. They're just, they're punishing you. And sometimes they could be doing that via the children because, and that creates so much chaos and it impacts so many different people. And if you think about how that will impact the child or your children and the anxiety it will create for the child, then they are actually punishing you in such an awful way. Not only are they punishing you, but they're making you see your child being punished. You know, it's like in those films where people are saying, no, 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 don't touch my child, don't hurt my child. It's like they know that actually killing you would be less painful for you than killing your child. It's, it's a, I know it sounds awful, but it's a similar kind of analogy just to get through to you in terms of why they use children to actually um, get at you, to punish you. And because you are an empath, you will find it so hard. You know, it, it's so hard. They can withhold everything and anything and it becomes a game to them you know they can they can also stop making any kind of life with them where they stop collaborating with you now one way of dealing with this could be that you stop collaborating with them because it could be that you just don't know when dinner is anymore you just don't know if they're even going to turn up you don't know if they're going to eat with you you don't know what their plans are you have to pretty much just get on with life without them because if you wait for them and try and do your plans around them it's going to be something that they continually to control you there's going to be some people some narcissists that use this tactic a lot to punish you because once you said something to them and they're going to punish you over and over and over again. 
It's like a child saying, no, I'm not going to do something because they don't like it. Um, or that you made, you made fun of me once and they're, they're just going to punish you over and over again. So that's the first type of punishment. And, and it's subtle, but it's really painful for whoever goes through it. On a daily basis, living like that is so tough. It's not like a one-off thing. If people just listen to this that haven't been through a narcissistic, abusive relationship, haven't experienced this type of punishment, you might think, oh, does it really matter if um, they didn't turn up for dinner or they don't give you the information on time? No, it's, it's so difficult. It's such an awful way of being punished because it has such a knock-on effect on every part of your life, you know? So you have to just get on with life regardless of them. You can't wait for them. You can't live your life around them. You just have to move on and find a way of putting some sort of structure in your life so you can move forward. Second way they type punish you is rage. And that's an obvious one that can be, you know, anywhere from anger to violence, unfortunately. Um, they will be mad and they will rage and it can be really loud and messy and so hurtful and painful and so scary and it's a and sometimes not all narcissists do this sometimes some narcissists don't like the loud the messy kind of thing um so they might not actually show rage but they'll do it in a slightly different way where they don't, they criticize and it's not clear cut Remember, narcissists are really sneaky. They do things in a sneaky way. They're really snide and sneaky. But they will find a way to slip in an aggression somehow, um, even if it, they're not so obvious and apparent in the way they rage. Um, it could be that they withhold and they're more likely to do like the passive-aggressive kind of way where... They humiliate you in a sneakier way. They might do both, but, you know, just because they might not be shouty and rageful doesn't mean that they don't, they're not showing aggression. They might do it in a passive aggressive way because they don't want to be seen as someone that loses themselves emotionally. And, you know, they remember everything about the narcissist is about image. They want to look like they are amazing, even if they're not. Um, so if they are rageful, it's really important to start putting a safety plan in place. You should have something because there is no, um, you just don't know what a narcissist, when a narcissist and rage connects, you just don't know how far they'll take it because remember they do not have empathy. They cannot consider another person the way you can. They don't, you know, you, you just don't know where they're going to go. So please do have a safety plan in place because, you know, they're, all they're trying to do is make sure that you never ever um, go outside of their control and it is about really getting you to a point where you're so scared and you're walking on eggshells. But it's really important to be safe. Now, the third way they may punish you is that passive aggressive, that sulky. Um, it, you know, it's, it expands on the withholding and it expands on the aggression. 
um, where you know they they're not just doing the silent treatment, but they're being passive aggressive in their comments. So, for instance, that you know telling hurtful jokes at your expense, or they might watch you struggle with all the bags and the luggage, and they just stand around, you know, and you're thinking, why am I doing all of this? Or they'll cause a lot of issues and then walk away and then correct you and criticize you that oh look you're not organized the way you should be um so that they really trigger you because you know that they've created the mess in the first place or last minute they'll leave everything last minute um to drive you to the airport and you really want to get somewhere on time or tell you about an appointment they will, despite you making everything so crystal clear that you need to be at somewhere at a certain time, they will ensure that they don't do that. They won't do things in a timely manner on purpose because that way they can control you. You know, as far as they're concerned, they you don't control them, they control you at all times. It doesn't matter what you need. Even if you miss a flight, no matter what, they'll mock you that you want to get to the security gates at a timely manner. And then even if you do miss a flight, you're still in the wrong, you know, and they'll still do it on purpose. They don't care. It's all those little jabs. You know, they might do nothing around the house and say, you know, oh, actually, when you can earn as much as I do, then I'll start contributing around the house. It's just all those horrible jabs to make you feel like you're worthless or you're not your needs don't matter or they'll you'll ask them to actually go and get something they'll get the wrong thing and then say you're ungrateful you know or they don't get enough of something and then when you point that out they say you're ungrateful that's the passive aggressive controlling behavior and depending on the way your trauma reacts you might want to you, you might fight, you might feel like you want to um, or lay down and cry out of frustration or you might actually want to reassure them, you know, so that they don't lose them, you know, get into a rage. You know, it depends on how you, you might react depending on how your trauma reacts as well. So either way, no matter how you react, whether it's rageful or you try and appease them, all these things are the same thing in essence, it's your trauma response. The fourth way that they might pu- pu- punish you is public humiliation. Um, you could be out with friends. And this is another thing that they do to try and isolate you from other people as well. So you don't wanna even go out and see your friends anymore. You know, they start insulting you, making fun of you in front of other people. You know, they might say things like, oh, is she a control freak at work? Or is he, is, he a, is he a geek at work? He does this at work. Or shall I tell you a story that time he or she got really drunk and passed out or was sick or, you know, or, or they'll denigrate some of the things that are good about you. Because remember, they do not want you to get attention in a positive way. They want to mock you, especially when other people appreciate you. They want to, you know, and you might feel really mortified inside, like, and humiliated. And people will just, like, feel uncomfortable. They might laugh it off in an uncomfortable way. But all they're trying to do is humiliate you. Or they might even, if there's some secret that you told them, they might actually come out 
and say something like, oh, you know, did you know she can't even um, spell or he can't even spell if you told them that you're dyslexic or something? They'll try and humiliate you in some way if it is something that you're concerned about. And they can even say snide remarks like, oh, is so-and-so talking to you now? Oh, she's really been moaning about you. You know, and they'll say it directly to that person or like a brother or sister because all they're doing is they're trying to break those relationships up. Number five, the way they'll punish you is through smear campaigns. And this is so hurtful. And sometimes you don't even know it's happened until after it's happened. Um, and it's just another way of punishing you. They need backup. They want to go around telling everybody and create an army of people to punish you. Not will they they're not happy enough that they're punishing you. No, they need an army of people to punish you as well, whether it be in the community, anyone that will listen. But usually, eventually, and the people that really matter will believe in you. Um, and, and you'll realize who your true friends and family are. Sometimes though, this can actually hurt your career. Um, and, and this is why I want to go on to the next way narcissists punish. They're punished through money. Um, they will try and break you down so that you don't have a career. And then they will punish you with money as well. You know, they love doing that. They love, you know, the fact that more often than not, a narcissist will usually get a better deal in a divorce. They'll actually get more money. Even if you have the children, they'll end up with more of the equity and you probably end up with most the kids most of the time and actually paying for the children's things most of the time. Or you might find they'll even cut you out of family assets. It's always unequal because remember, they believe they are more important. They are more worthy. They are more everything. But they are also using money as a weapon to punish you. They will want you not to succeed in your work. They will intrude in your work because they're using money as a weapon to punish. Even if you set boundaries, the narcissist will do what they want they can to destroy those boundaries so that, that you are punished around money as well. Even in divorce, um, they'll, they might even drag you to court over a price of a jumper just because they want to make sure that they do not um, they punish you in some way or other um, and they'll make sure that they abuse you in those ways and there's even been thing, times where narcissists will manipulate the parents to get more of the inheritance than everybody else in the family okay so the next way the narcissist will punish you if if you move forward, when you move forward and they move forward in their life is they will make out that they have the best things since sliced bread. They have found out what love is in a new relationship. They'll start creating this illusion that they have finally, they're having the best time of their life and they're having a better relationship with the children. They'll go on better vacations or holidays. They'll, um, they'll put stories up as though they're having the most amazing time with a new, new person. It's actually really silly and a little bit pathetic, but 
they are just trying to punish you. They're trying to create an illusion that finally, and they might even put quotes out like, finally, I know what love is or things like that to really put the knife in and make out that you were the problem and not them when actually they were the problem. It's just another way of punishing you and pretending that they're so in love and you know, taking your children out the new, with a new supply and making out that they're a real amazing family and putting pictures and things so that they really can trigger you and hurt you in that way. Okay, so the eighth way that they may punish you. And on that, it might be better for you not to see the the things that they're trying to put up because honestly when you're if you haven't done the healing work it's actually impossible for you not to get triggered because you really need to reset the brain you need to change your belief systems that they planted in your subconscious to be able to move forward in your life if you haven't done the healing work you will get triggered so the best thing you can do and even if you are in healing is actually stop yourself from seeing some of the things that will actually trigger you. And if you're being called to go and see things or you're wanting to see pictures or track them down, it's your trauma that is actually getting you to see that in the first place. It's that fear that they're moving on and that you you might be the problem that is calling you to actually look at all of this. So please do yourself a favor and just don't look at all those pictures because because it's an illusion they're creating. They're trying to trigger you. They're trying to punish you for leaving them or not being under their control. So the eighth way they will punish you is through threatening behavior. Um, this is more like the malignant narcissist. It's like they might drive by your house or you know, they might um, stalk you or they'll use fake accounts to stalk you or they may even say things like, oh, you better watch your back or might threaten legal action, but they keep coming to you. They might send you creepy texts and, you know, or, you know, from different addresses or email addresses and make things up or pretend to put legal... Um, um, you know, pursuits, actions in for you. Um, what they're trying to do is punish you and create this idea that the world is a dangerous place and that it feels less safe without them. They're punishing you that you have gone on and you're getting on with your life. They might even get their mum involved and send you messages and stuff or get a court order against you because they are trying to punish you in an, um, a more threatening way because you left them, you moved on without them. The ninth way that they may punish you is that, you know, they will end up distancing or ending or leaving is, you know, giving you the, just that feeling that you cannot move forward. You know, you can't live without me, you know, they're basically constantly trying to block you from moving forward there so that you cannot get back up and get on with your life and move forward again. See, punishment is a massive, massive part of every single toxic relationship. And the most important thing that you can do 
is really start healing yourself. Because what happens, because it's so integrated into you, you start punishing yourself. You start thinking, oh, I'm a bad person. Um, and you start feeling that you can't move forward. You have this fear that you can't move forward. And that is why you really do need to heal and be loving towards yourself. You know, what is the opposite of being punished is being loved. When we were children, when we used to be punished for being you, we all we really truly wanted was for our parents to give us a hug and tell us they loved us. You know, so that's the kind of healing modality that you need to be able to move forward is every single time you feel punished in some way from the narcissist is actually just take some time and say, I am going to heal me. I'm going to love me and start actually being kinder and more understanding and compassionate towards yourself. That is the only way to actually heal is to do the trauma work so that you can reset the brain. It is to start believing and trusting in yourself rather than needing other people to validate you and really cultivating a process of self-love for yourself. Now, I have something really exciting to talk about. I have written a first draft of a book. So if you are looking to purchase a book or you want more information on how to really step into your power again, how to really heal yourself and, and really understand what has happened to you, then I'll, I think the book will be amazing and I'll let you know shortly um, how to actually get that. So maybe in the next month um, it will be out. So fingers crossed on that. And the second thing is if you are interested in the transformational healing therapy that I have in place and you want to heal yourself like so many of my clients, I mean they're incredible, um, then please do look it into the description and see if you are, can apply for a one-to-one -one free session with myself or someone in my team and we can look and see if um, and talk to you and see how you can heal so that you can move forward as well. Sending you so much love because love is the greatest healer. So please carry on being loving, understanding and compassionate to yourself. Until next time.